Broadcasting from Purple Earth. I'm afraid, sir, you have rather a weak grasp of reality. Your reality, sir, is lies and balderdash, and I'm delighted to say that I have no grasp of it whatsoever! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello, and welcome to A Different Reality. My name is Abby Z. And I'm Rosie. We've already done two shows on New Orleans and the Gulf Coast since last summer's hurricanes and floods, but we haven't really done a show on the music and culture of the area as much as we've wanted to. So today we catch up on some of the things that are now going on in that region and catch up on some more music. This program was recorded March 19th, and we come before the microphones to present it to you at 10.30 in the evening in the Central Time Zone of North America on Friday, March 31st, 2006, a different reality number 602 after Mardi Gras. Laissez le bon temps rouler. Let the good times roll. <laughs> if only. Ever since Hurricanes Katrina, Rita, and Wilma hit, the good times have not been rolling for many people along the coast of the Gulf of Mexico. Most of the major damage that occurred along the Gulf Coast and inland for 100 miles still hasn't been fixed. During the week of Mardi Gras, more people were evicted from their hotel rooms all over the country. Some people who've been offered jobs in New Orleans can't go because they don't have anywhere to stay. And when hotel rooms are used for tourists, then there are even fewer rooms for those who need them. There were a lot of feelings about whether to have a Mardi Gras. Some people wanted a semblance of normalcy, and for New Orleans that would mean having the parades. A lot of people didn't think there should be a Mardi Gras celebration because so much of the city is still devastated and most of the people are still gone. Today we will go from Mardi Gras into the very heart of Congo Square and out into the deltas and beyond. And we'll see what's happening now six months later in New Orleans and in some of the other areas. Then we'll add some laniap. We'll talk more about that later. Part of the healing process is to let our anger and frustration out without hurting anyone. And this year's Mardi Gras parades mocked and poked fun at the very institutions that have betrayed a lot of people. Many folks who've had their homes destroyed and lives changed, maybe forever, still want to have hope. And part of having hope is wanting to feel like part of a community that cares, which can be hard if most of that community has been destroyed. My hope is that our government will help all the people who they've hurt by their negligence and corruption. 
My hope is that people who want to come back and rebuild will be able to do that. My hope is that people who went to New Orleans to have a good time at Mardi Gras also saw the devastation and helped by doing something to make it better. My hope is that maybe some of you who are listening to our show will also be inspired to help, either by offering your time, money, or needed materials. Check out our website, www.purpleearth.net, for ways that you can help. music that you're hearing today has its roots in the hardships and struggles that African Americans have endured because of slavery. Congo Square in New Orleans was the site of the largest slave market in this country, and it's also the birthplace of our modern music. That was where slaves could go on Sundays and play their drums and dance. Out of that desire to keep their spirits intact came spirituals and gospel music, followed by the blues, ragtime, boogie-woogie, jazz, rock and roll, hip-hop, and more. Because of this history, all of us who listen to modern music need to understand where this music came from. It came out of Congo Square and into the cotton fields and deltas of the Deep South before traveling north through Memphis, St. Louis, Chicago, Kansas City, Detroit, and on to the rest of the world and back. This is for the spirits of our ancestors in Congo Square. Yes, there are a few things I'd like to make you aware of about the contributions that Africans and African Americans made to this melting pot that we call New Orleans, the gumbo. Here in New Orleans, the home of the greatest gospel singer that ever walked the earth. Mahalia Jackson, you can't find a plaque mentioning that fact, nowhere. But you can go into the French Quarter and you can have a drink in Pierre Miss Barrow's original slave mart. But they took the home of Louis Armstrong, the inventor of jazz music, and brought it to the city dump and burned it. And on its place, they built the new parish prison. I feel something's wrong somewhere. To have saved Pierre Masparo's slave mart, but burned Louis Armstrong's home. The only monument to Louis is Louis Armstrong Park, which is located in Treme. And inside that park is located Congo Square, which is where American music was born. It was the only place in America that Africans were let to keep their drums and any semblance of their religious ceremonies. And the same rhythms and moans and groans that came out of Congo Square are the same moans and groans and rhythms that came out of Louis Armstrong's trumpet, out of Buddy Bogan's horn, out of Jerry Roll Martin's piano, Professor Longhair, James Carroll Booker III, 
domino. The same thing that Elvis shook his fingers to was born in Congo Square. We have also contributed in ways that have been taken for granted. The food and the language of New Orleans has been tinged with Africanness. Here's an example. Gumbo is an African word. I say gumbo is an African word. It means hunger that you put in the gumbo. Zydeco is an African word. that were made by Africans and African Americans to the melting pot that we call America, the United States. And when everyone in America understands the true contributions that every ethnic group made to our melting pot, then and only then will America live up to the creed that all men were created share in the elusive American dream. The sound that we associate with New Orleans had its birth after the Civil War, when many of the Union Army's brass instruments and drums were left behind and then picked up by some of the freed slaves. To that, add all of the cultures that have been part of the mix over the centuries. The indigenous people, the Spanish, French, German, English, Africans, and French Canadians, and we start to understand how our history and music intertwine. That's also why there's such a wide variety of styles and instrumentation. Over time, the music has developed its own rhythm with a backbeat. That means that in 4-4 time, instead of the beat falling on 1 and 3, it falls on 2 and 4. What you're hearing today has its roots in New Orleans and the surrounding areas, the very same areas that were affected by the devastating storms, including one of the great cities of the world. This is our musical tribute to all those who have come before and those who will come again. It will be our second line. Traditional jazz funerals consist of a brass band and drums, followed by people dressed up in their finest, carrying colorful umbrellas and hankies. The musicians are called the first line, and the people following the musicians are called the second line. The parade and music starts on a very slow and somber tone and is played traditionally between the church and the cemetery, but it ends as an upbeat dance after the burial. Here's our second line medley. What's that I hear at 12 o'clock in the daytime? Church bell ringing. Man, you don't hear no church bell ringing at 12 o'clock in the day. Yes, indeed. Somebody must be dead. Ain't nobody dead. Somebody must be dead drunk. No, I think it's a funeral. Hey, look here, I'll be there in a funeral. I'll be right here that trombone phone.
happened down here Is the wind have changed Clouds rolled in from the north And it started to rain It rained real hard And it rained for a real long time Six feet of water in the streets of Evangeline The river rose all day, the river rose all night Some people got lost in the flood, some people got away all right The river had busted through, cleared out the plaque of mine Six feet of water in the streets of Evangeline your backfield in motion and I'll be too uptight if you can't get your backfield in motion the way you want it to it's not how well you do this but the spirit that you do it in now for those folks who think I can't see you in the back it is very difficult to get your backfield in motion when you're sitting on it so get on up baby get on up now you let me know when you're ready out there. And we're gonna get Frank Parker on trumpet to give us a solo. And I wanna see everybody's back feel in motion. Are you ready out there? Oh, you can do better than that. Are you ready out there?
Ever since Katrina hit, I've felt that we as a country need to have a second line, a way for the country to mourn what happened. Maybe it could be the beginning of a grief process so badly needed, not only because of the effects of the storms, but because of the larger effects of slavery that still exist, including racism and poverty. If there is a silver lining to any of this, it's that many people, including young anarchists, older professionals, and lots of folks in between have gone to the South to help. Some of these people are in neighborhoods that they've never been to before, putting their desire for compassion into action. Unfortunately, this can lead to underlying feelings of racism and classism when most of those in need are people of color and those who come to help are mostly white. In spite of the cultural issues, it seems that most of the people who have helped out or who have been helped have benefited from the experience. The other silver lining is the diaspora. Even though it's extremely tragic that so many people have been forced out of the area, it has spread the New Orleans culture out into the greater world. More people than ever are aware of what a treasure it is and why it needs to be saved, along with other areas of the Gulf Coast. We just hope that people who want to can get back home and be allowed to rebuild sustainably with the help that they need. This year's spring break, lots of college students from across the country are getting on buses to go down south. But instead of laying on beaches and working on their tans, they're helping out in New Orleans and other communities along the Gulf Coast. For a week at a time, these students are cleaning up debris, removing mold, rebuilding houses, and helping to make areas livable that were destroyed. In fact, we have two busloads of students from two different schools in our own community who are going to New Orleans to help out. We'll talk with some of them for a later show. We've heard that over 10,000 students have already gone to help. Many other people have been walking to New Orleans from Mobile, Alabama. They started on March 14th and should arrive in New Orleans on March 19th. 
This was sponsored by several veterans organizations that oppose the invasion and occupation of Iraq. They see the connection between never-ending war and the failure of our country to respond to the needs of people at home when the hurricanes hit, especially the needs of poor people and people of color. Go to www.purpleearth.net for more information about these actions. talked about some of New Orleans history and you've heard some of the great music that came from there in one form or another. But New Orleans incorporates so much more. It's also well known for its art, literature, architecture, gardens, and especially its food. From gumbo to jambalaya, muffalettas to beignets, fresh veggies and crawfish, it's a cuisine with many influences, including French, Creole, and Cajun. Such a fantastic city, with many hidden nooks and crannies, weirdly wonderful characters, and charming cafes. But it can never be the same without the many African Americans who were part of everyday life that aren't there now, including many of the local musicians. Most of the local musicians have had to go elsewhere for housing and employment. Fortunately, many have been given gigs in other communities like Austin, Texas, where lots of bands from New Orleans played at this year's South by Southwest Festival. And a lot of musicians will be back for this year's Heritage and Jazz Festival the last weekend of April and the first weekend of May. The lineup for this year's Jazz Festival is a who's who of local, national, and even international acts, including Fats Domino, Dr. John, Irma Thomas, Alan Toussaint with Elvis Costello, Bruce Springsteen and his new Seeger Sessions band, Hugh Masekela, and Angelique Kijo, to name just a few. This festival has become a rite of spring for many people. Unfortunately, a lot of New Orleans will still be uninhabitable. Because of this, the need for people to go help to clean up, repair, and rebuild will still be there. If you're thinking about going to the festival, please consider helping out while you're there. Let's 
go back to New Orleans, boys. Since Katrina wreaked havoc, Common Ground Collective has been working in the Ninth Ward and other areas around New Orleans. Their mission is to offer solidarity, not charity. It's not only to help people rebuild their homes, but also to build daycare centers and community centers so that these neighborhoods can sustain themselves and thrive once again. Those who go to help will be given a safe place to stay plus three meals a day. The main cost is getting there. Although today's show has focused mainly on New Orleans, there are still many areas across the Gulf Coast that need help. Another on-the-ground organization that is working across the Gulf Coast is Greater Communities. For more information about Common Ground, Greater Communities, and other grassroots organizations, please visit our website at www.purpleearth.net. There will also be links to news stories, relief organizations, and more about the history of some of the music you're hearing today. show, I mentioned Lonnie Up. What's that? Here's what Mark Twain said from Life on the Mississippi. We picked up one excellent word. A word worth traveling to New Orleans to get. A nice, limber, expressive, handy word. Lonnie Up. They pronounce it Lonnie Yap. It is Spanish, so they said. We discovered it at the head of a column of odds and ends in the Picayune the first day. Heard 20 people use it the second, inquired what it meant the third, adopted it and got facility in swinging it the fourth. It has a restricted meaning, but I think the people spread it out a little when they choose. It is the equivalent of the 13th roll in a baker's dozen. It is something thrown in, gratis, for good measure. And now for your laniop. One of the more popular meals in New Orleans that's cheap and tasty is red beans and rice, traditionally served on Mondays. Another popular food in our southern states is cornbread. Both corn and beans are indigenous foods to the New World, and along with squash make up the Three Sisters, some of the most sacred foods to our original people. Go to our website and you'll find a link to a vegetarian red beans and rice recipe, along with my own recipe for cornbread. Enjoy your lining up.
on another show about New Orleans and the Gulf Coast. As we mentioned earlier, we'll talk with some of the students who went down south for spring break for a first-hand account of what's happening there now. We'll talk with a woman who had to move her elderly parents across the country after Katrina hit. A couple of weeks ago, we interviewed someone with the Family Farm Defenders. They took their school bus from Wisconsin, loaded with food and equipment to help set up some of the relief kitchens after the storms. They also went to help out many of the displaced farmers, especially those of color. It should be an interesting show coming from many angles. Some of the other things we're working on include a report from this year's Upper Midwest Organic Farming Conference and an Earth Day show concerning global warming and climate change. That and a whole lot more coming up on A Different Reality. A Different Reality number 602, After Mardi Gras, was written by Rosie, engineered by Abby, and produced by Abby Z and Rosie of Purple Earth. If you like the music you hear on this show, thank Rosie. She's our music director. But Abby's our engineer. Thanks, Abby. The music that you heard on this show was... Lovers of Light by the Afro-Celt Sound System. Bonton Roulet from Beausoleil and Hubidy from Louisiana. The Dirty Dozen Brass Band did Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Gimme My Money Back from Treme Brass Band and Arisha Dance from Neville Brothers. Cyril Neville and the Uptown All-Stars did the Congo Square intro and confirmed reservation. I got Inner City Blues, Make Me Wanna Holler from Dirty Dozen Brass Band. And the Dead Man Blues from Jelly Roll Morton and the Red Hot Peppers. Just a Closer Walk with Thee from Dirty Dozen Brass Band and Back of Town Blues, Treme Brass Band. Aaron Neville did Louisiana 1927 and Professor Longhair did Tipitina. And it might have been from 1927. Freakish from the Dirty Dozen Brass Band followed by Second Line Medley from Irma Thomas. Louis Armstrong did That's a Plenty and Widespread Panic covered I Walk on Gilded Splinters. We heard Born in Louisiana from the late Clarence Gatemouth Brown and Caravan from Matthew Herbert. Fats Domino did Blues So Bad and we heard Eichel Eichel from The Other Ones, a band that later became known as The Dead. Muddy Waters had those Louisiana blues and Alias from Bill Frizzell. Tom and Sally Drake by Taj Mahal and Zydeco Boogaloo from Buckwheat Zydeco. And behind us, Ravon from Dr. Dish. This week's playlist is on our website, along with links to many of the musicians' websites and links to a popular download service where you can buy much of this music. You'll also find the transcript of this program, a whole bunch of links on a whole lot of stuff we talked about here, and a place to send us a message. That's all on our website at www.purpleearth.net.
broadcasting from Purple Earth. Well,